Good morning, City Church, on a cold and rainy Tuesday morning. I hope you are well and trust that your gatherings this week uh, virtually and Zoom were, were um, uplifting for you and a help to you. I want us to, uh, if you've got your Bibles and you want to turn there or just listen, we're going to be in two very small books of the Bible today, Second John and Third John. These are two very personal letters that John writes. Um, one is simply addressed to the elect lady and her children who I love in the truth. The other is addressed to, quote, my dear friend Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Um, John talks to these folks as friends, as people who are very close to him. But of course, um, he is separated by distance, um, uh, possibly imprisonment, and he cannot get to these friends. And I just want to read um, the farewells of these two books of the Bible, uh, two very short letters, um, because I think you are going to, um, I think we all can relate to where we are, um, and then I'll bring up um, just a meditation and a prayer for us today. So this is Second John, Second uh, John, verse 12 and 13. So this is his address to the elect lady and her children that he loves. He says, though I have many things to write to you, I don't want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to come to you and talk face to face so that our joy may be complete. And then this is 3 John. Uh, so this is his letter to his dear friend Gaius, 3 John, verse 13. He writes, I have many things to write to you, but I don't want to write to you with pen and ink. I hope to see you soon, and we will talk face to face. Peace to you. The friends send you greetings. Greet the friends by name. So in these two short letters, um, John is acknowledging um, that the technology that he is using, this in this case, pen and paper, is not quite up to par with um, a face-to-face meeting. And he talks about longing to be together with his good friends, um, this lady and her family, and then also with Gaius and this group of friends that's there. But he's limited. Um, so he writes a short letter, and he's just trying to stay in touch until the moment comes where he can be with them together, and he says, we can be face-to-face, and then our joy will be made full. Um, in this period where we are Zooming one another, um, you know, you might read this, I don't, instead of, I don't want to use paper and ink, you know, in, today, John would be saying, I don't want to use Zoom to communicate this to you, but I'm kind of limited right now. But there is still a longing for face-to-face, and that's simply what I want you to reflect on today. Um, no doubt you have noticed the difference between being together with someone on a screen and being together in a house with people. Um, there are lots, or, or being together in, in a house of worship together. Uh, there are lots of differences um, to note there. One is when you're on camera and you know you're being watched, you, you act differently. Um, there's difference to the way that our posture is when we are just in our homes, you know, with our immediate family and trying to worship, than when we are all meeting together in uh, a place that is dedicated for worship. Um, some of those things are different, but what is most notably different is that it is very 
different being in someone's physical presence than it is being on a screen with a person. Um, it's even hard to sort of measure or categorize. I mean, sure, you have um, some body language and you have, you know, technological lag um, that's happening in, in as, as things are being communicated, uh, you know, across a video or whatever. But there is something about us being made in the image of God that our physical presence is important. And John makes that known here. He's like, I'm separated from you, my dear friends. I'm cut off from you, my dear friends. But I want us to have our aim to reunite. I want us to have our aim to talk face to face. You know, think about Jesus. It was, God did not go about bringing us close to him without incarnational ministry without becoming flesh and blood and drawing close to us in Jesus Christ. That was just not a theological sort of transaction that happened. There, there is something about the nature of God and humanity together that demands presence, physical presence. And we're all going to miss that in these days. And we're all going to long for it. But I have taken... Um, particular comfort from these last two pieces of um, John's second and third letter um, that remind me that even back into the first century, technology could not substitute for face-to-face, sitting down on the front porch together, sitting down over a meal together. And I want us to remember that we are not we are in a wartime right now, which means we have to adjust the way that we do things. But we are all longing for face-to-face. We are all longing to be together. Don't forget, that is the way. That is God's plan. That is where he is taking us. That is the way revelation ends and the world goes on everlasting in the age to come. It is us together with God, not separated, not Zooming with God, not writing letters to God, but face-to-face with God. And so you sh- it is right and good to long for physical presence. It is right and good to miss physical relationship. But it is also right and good that we are sacrificing right now so that we can have face-to-face later on. Um, I, I want to urge you, uh, you know, this is uh, Tuesday morning, and so yesterday afternoon, um, Governor of Tennessee, Governor Bill Lee, did what many governors have done and um, uh, put out a stay-at-home, stay-safe, closing down non-essential businesses. Um, I I want to ask you to heed that. Um, Be careful about non-essential activity outside your home. Keep your circle of physical presence small. You can endure it. There are ways to endure this, but it is for the greater good and the safety of us coming out of this and having that moment where we all get back together and our joy is complete because we can hug again, we can see one another again, we can lift ourselves um, and we can lift our praises up to God again in worship. And in the meantime, we can know that God is at work in all of us through this. So brothers and sisters, I long to be with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. Dear friends, I hope to see you soon and we can talk face to face. Until then, let's rejoice in hope, be patient in adversity, and constant in prayer. And I hope now that you will pray with me as we take a brief moment of silence. Then I hope you will continue this prayer throughout your day. 
that you would, when you experience a longing to be with one another again, that you would praise God that he has created us to be incarnational, relational beings, that he will and, and, and rejoice in the hope that he will bring us back together. Even if this pandemic sweeps America and wipes 80% of us out, God will overcome that by bringing us back together forever in the resurrection. And so let's be silent together as we prepare our hearts to pray. Our Father, we are longing to be together with one another. We have taken for granted for too long the ability to simply hug one another, touch one another, be together in a room singing praises. I know for me, gathering together in a church building is something that I took for granted and it always felt like, you know, from stories of missionaries or hearing about the church worldwide or the persecuted church, that that sort of thing would be taken away from us, you know, by a government power, a sort of clear enemy maybe that we would have to resist. But it's not. It is through this virus, this broken creation, this um, disease that spreads and multiplies in a twisted sort of way. Um, it is something that is not bigger than us and outside of us, but smaller than us that gets inside of us that is now keeping us apart. And yet, Father, we know that you will see us through. We trust that you will bring us together face to face. Heavenly Father, give peace. Give comfort today. Give a reminder to the people of City Church and the people that we come in contact with that we have hope that is beyond getting rid of the coronavirus. We have hope that will even outlast the world. Yes, Father, we have hope that Christ will return and make all things new and will seat us at a dinner table with him forever, enjoying the physical presence of Jesus, the physical presence of one another. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for that hope. It's in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.